Oh, hey there. Welcome to Vibes with Victor, where we can talk about whatever we want, wherever we want, whenever we want. So sit back, walk, eat, or do whatever you want, while we can just chill once a week, right here. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Victor again, because you know it's my show, Vibes with Victor, yeah, it's it's exciting. Happy Thursday, um, I have Junil with me, she's my neighbor now, um, please tell us about yourself, my special guest neighbor friend, dancer buddy. Hi, Victor, <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, it was such a coincidence that we moved here around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my name is Joe Neal. Um, 22, just graduated from college. And I am currently a media intern for an independent film company here in Chicago. Um, currently looking for employment. Um, <laughs> and I am <laughs> dancing with Victor and Coda. So I'm really excited. Cute. Um, so tell me about like your origin story like tell me about like where you were born how you were raised tell me about your family okay yeah just like basic who are you mm-hmm. um so i was born in manila philippines and i moved here to america in lubbock texas when i was five it's around 2001 um, so my parents are both Filipino, I'm an immigrant, my mom is from Patangas, Mindoro, and my dad is from Manila. Um, so I, I was in Lubbock for maybe three to four years, um, went to middle school there, and then moved to... Mundelein, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. Um, I forgot what year, but um, I I spent most of my life here in the suburbs in Chicago, and so I like to say that Chicago is now my home. Ooh, Chicago! I know. <laughs> city people. I I love the city. Being a suburb was nice at first, but then after kind of living in the suburbs for a while, I decided you know. I wanted to be more in the city, kind of discover, find myself. Uh, the city is more fun, and I just thought Chicago was such a beautiful city with a lake. I'm the type of person who is really attracted to water, especially since I spent the first five years of my life on an island in the Philippines. And so Lake Michigan was kind of what attracted me to Chicago. Uh, the art in Chicago also made me really inspired to do more in my life and being in Loyola and being in the city was really helpful in kind of developing my sense of creativity. Nice. Um, how long were you in the Philippines before you moved here? Like five, five years. years. Um, when was the last time you went? Last time I went was last year, last oh. summer. You were just there. Yeah, I was just there. Um, I forgot what I what we were there for. We wanted to just visit my grandpa because he's getting really old, and my mom wanted to visit him more. It's sometimes kind of awkward and uncomfortable coming back home after being away for a while. Oh, just not because you haven't been there in a while. Yeah, and. Most of my family is in the Philippines, especially mm. my mom's side, and they speak fluent Tagalog. And, of course. <laughs> of course. And I don't. Um, so it's... Be, being here in America for most of my life and having roots in the Philippines is strange because when you come back to what was your home before, you don't feel like it's your home anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying my I try my best when I come home to the Philippines to be lively, to be more involved, to be a part of my family's lives, even though my life is somewhere else. Yeah, 
last time I went, which was like 2016, I think, 2017? I don't remember. But I, my dad is from Cebu. My mom is from Pangasinan, Magatarem, that area. Um, and then, so I went to Cebu and like one, like everyone, not, not even my family, everyone who like I walked by, everyone that like crossed paths with me, like they could immediately tell that you are not from the Philippines. Like obviously the way we talk, the way we dress, and um, one of the things that really stuck out to me was one of my aunts, she was rude to me when when she saw me for the first time in like 10 plus years. And uh, you know the manopo where you take the hand, put it in your forehead? She's like, oh, you still know how to do that? I'm just like, <laughs> first of all, my dad taught me the right things um, with like elders. And so um, it's it's funny because like, they, at least from my family, they thought that because I live in America now, I threw away all the traditions. And so they were, they were shocked, whether it was a good shock or a bad shock, that I still like retain a lot of that tradition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was, that was like one of the things I noticed, like they could tell if you're not from there anymore or like if you don't live there anymore. Plus like they try to have a sense of tradition how did how did you do you still do like the manopo and all that do, what do, mm. do you still do Filipino traditions such as like manopo manopo um I don't know going to church days where it's a, a, like a holy day of obligation uh, uh, my family goes to church mm-hmm. a lot yeah um I don't know what do you what do you do as far as like the Filipino tradition or if you don't do so now that I think about it I've been doing it less and less mm. because I've been living away from my family uh, as for the amount of but when I'm with my family I do it mm-hmm. with when I meet like a new relative it's funny, like a new relative I've never met before because I yeah we're never family but I've never met you. so many relatives but yeah. But I'm on my own, I don't really do that. And um, I still go to church. Luckily, I have a friend who still follows that tradition of like going to church um, when you're obligated to. So she kind of like mentions it, and I think, oh, oh I think I should probably come with you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like more of me forgetting. I don't know, I try to, I try to, like, remind it myself because I moved away from my parents, mm-hmm. too. I'm just, like, I need to, like, remember them and somehow. Because, like, I try to talk to my mom every night. Sorry, mom, I didn't talk to you the past week. <laughs> it's been busy. But, like, I know my parents, like, encouraged me to go to church, pray the rosary. I hated it. Like, I hated being told what to do. But, like, now that I'm on my own, like, oh, I should probably do that just to, like remember them so like I pray the rosary now every night I I hated doing it sorry sorry God sorry Jesus but like I hated doing it because somebody was telling me to do it but like I started doing it out of my own like obligation and it it's like one of those meditation times for me so that that, that took me by surprise like first of all I like moved out I'm like oh I'm gonna turn up every night I'm gonna dance every night I'm like I'm gonna pray I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna pray before I go to sleep, and so that that shocked me, because like I don't know. There's something in me that says, Victor, don't forget your tradition. Don't forget where you came from. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. I like it. Thanks. Yeah. I do. I I do like make an effort, and I should I should try to be like like you. Um, you don't have to be like me. No. It, it like what you said. It reminds you of like your family and that's the reason why I do some things because it reminds me of back home mm. are you an only child no oh I have a sister who goes to U of I so younger younger mm-hmm. are you the oldest two, two youngest or two years younger yes I'm the oldest yes yeah I'm the oldest sibling too so like I'm pretty much going through life like blind like a 
Nice. Amazing. Um, yeah, and I have a younger brother who's a sophomore in high school. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Nice. What is she, what is the younger sister doing? She is studying poli sci and she wants to go to law school. Wow, that is hard. I I know nothing about that. She I is, suck at that stuff. <laughs> yeah, she is currently in Thailand studying abroad. Wow. So she is following my footsteps of studying abroad. What did you study study abroad? I studied abroad twice, actually, two semesters. Must be nice. I've never done that. (laughs) I've never done that. I studied abroad in China, fall semester. Cool. Of my sophomore year, and then uh, in Seoul, Korea. Wow, you just went to Asia, straight straight to Asia and stayed there. (laughs) Yeah. But that, I went to Korea spring semester of junior year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was like two separate that's cool and then you said the brother is sophomore in high school mm-hmm. cool. Cool, cool cool did you always want to dance like has yeah. that always been a thing it's it's always been a thing i i was a technical dancer i started dancing when i came to america pretty much wow and so my parents encouraged us to find a hobby and to or like more like they pushed me into dance and I somehow like liked it. That's that's lucky. Yeah. You got lucky. Yeah. Both my sister and I, we were encouraged to do dance. I did ballet, tap, jazz, um, contemporary, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. And then in high school, I did varsity dance team. Wow. So what they called was hip hop was more like sharp movements. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or just like placing your body in like a sharp position. Um, but in high school, I did a lot of contemporary because that's what our dance team was kind of known for. We're uh-huh. like the dance team that was, that did Orcuses. like the more, emo- more emotional pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't start actually doing like real dance, dance hip hop until like college. Loyola? Yeah. Capua? Yeah. You were in Capua? Yeah. 2015. I don't remember who was. A lot of people were in Capua, but I also don't remember a lot of people in Capua. It's crazy. It doesn't exist anymore. At least well, for, it is. Uh, it, it's back. I, oh, really? It's back. It, yeah. There was a hiatus, but now it's back. But obviously, it wasn't. it's not how it was before. Mm-hmm definitely revamped and more directly associated with Loyola. That's cool. Um, how did you... So you started dancing like with Capua and all that stuff and then you're like, I'm going to keep dancing. Um, what styles were you influenced by? Like, who did you want to dance like? Who did you want to dance with? Well, because I, I started technical and contemporary I think that kind of influenced me to do kind of contemporary hip-hop mm-hmm. and I kind of dance more with how I feel I realized like when I hear a song or sometimes it's like a slow song or like an R&B song I just like move to like how I feel mm-hmm. and I do quite, I, I really enjoy, like, the hard hitters, like, all the Kinjas and, like, GRV, mm-hmm. and, like, that's really cool, and it would be really great to move like that, but, like, I, I know what I'm more comfortable with, and it's, like, more soft, yeah. and I was very inspired by Amy, ah! <laughs> Aggie Loyola, and I, I'd say one of my favorite choreographers ever is Mari. Mm-hmm. And so, with the way they move, you stuck. Did you always, like, try to move that way? Or were you, like, experimenting as far as, like, movement? I, no. I, I don't think I would naturally, like, move that, that way. I would experiment. Mm. Because when I, when I started hip-hop, I, I knew, like, I wanted to know the basics. Yeah. So when I studied abroad in Korea, I decided to take like these fundamental hip-hop classes at a studio called Death, and it's all just like bounce exploring um your body Mm -hmm. like 
the ligaments and like <laughs> I don't know what bend every bend in like your body mm-hmm. and just moving it to an instrumental or like a voice and figuring out everything that moves mm-hmm. and from there I just kind of started exploring and grew more comfortable to this soft uh, contemporary movement do you have any other like special skills or talents you know sample sample what other uh, <laughs> what others what other uh, like hobbies do you like doing besides dance um, or what, what do you what are you interested in yeah well aside from dance I like to say that I'm also a musician so I play guitar I'm still trying to practice playing guitar in high school I well I, I, I played the piano of course but now I don't do it anymore I was a trumpet player in wow. high school yeah I was in middle school band wow. I was in the marching band in high school as a trumpet nice. player I didn't know him the, the concert band uh-huh. and I've also been just I like to say I'm a singer I've been singing for a while guitar playing singer we're all trying to be famous uh, but we all stopped playing piano yeah it well they my parents like to encourage oh you know, that's really awesome yeah and like they see me enjoy it so they they don't stop me from doing mm-hmm. it and, yeah and so you still play guitar now you still sing now not as often as I used to uh-huh. and I wish I can do it more often now I I'm trying to do this thing where I'm trying to practice my guitar at least like 10 minutes a day that's awesome or like a few times a week mm-hmm. and then if my voice is in the right condition <laughs> I'll like sing and play guitar at the same time mm, nice I was encouraged to do that more by my roommate, my old roommate in college. Her mm-hmm. name is Christina. Um, she, right now she's in Michigan and I miss her so much. But Aren't she, we going to Michigan soon? Oh, well, I don't know. She's a working girl. She works for Amazon. Wow, shout out Amazon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's go stock market. Yeah, she, she also plays guitar and she's a singer. And so that's how I felt like I got closer, closer to her. Do you guys collab? We do. We oh. have a few covers up on YouTube. It's on YouTube. <laughs> if you look up Christina Wynn, it's probably a bunch of Christina Wins on YouTube, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is it featuring Janiel Escobar? Yes. Oh, wow. We usually do a Valentine's Day cover. Cute. Right now, we have two Valentine's Day covers out. That's it. How many hits? I don't know. When was the last time you did that? I think two, three years ago. Maybe that, that number is like... 500,000 and you don't even know about it. I don't know, maybe. That's cool. That's cool. Um, that? I think you should do that again. I want to. I know you want to. What's stopping you? Uh, see, I don't know. No, it's just me. That's what's stopping me. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I can do it like right when I get home, but I'll probably do something else or, and put it off. Cause why? <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what do you tell yourself something? Do you like to say like, oh, I have more important things to do, or like? I'm like, I'll do it later. I'll do it oh, tomorrow. do it tomorrow. You procrastinate. But I, pro- I procrastinate the thing that I love the most doing. What the heck is that then? I like, know. then I, 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 I need to like understand this. Like, like, you know you want to do it, mm-hmm. and you walk home, walking home, to your apartment. Do you like look at your guitar? I'm, I don't like stare at it. Or like you just like pass by, it, you know? I do. I pass by. It's on the floor. <laughs> it's in my guitar case. Oh, I was like, it's it's like just <laughs> laying on the floor. No, I I need to grab my guitar stand from back home. So like. So I can take it out of my guitar case, just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. have it standing there. I think that's a good idea. Cause right now it's like in a closed box, so I, I think, think that's why. I think you need to why. open it. 
I think so too. I think okay. <laughs> this is a reminder. I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna text mm. you. Oh, and okay. like after you leave, like five minutes after you leave, and be like, open the box. <laughs> I think that's gonna change something. Cause like, if you look at something and it reminds you, and you really want to do, I think it'll happen. I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying bullshit. You can yeah. swear by the way <laughs> if you want to swear. This is there's nothing holding this podcast back. It's okay. Nothing. Nothing's kind of making you want to swear, but it's... If, like if you you really want to just i'm gonna text you <laughs> okay open the box <laughs> exclamation point okay i will when i get home i'll play it okay that's yeah. a that's a promise okay i promise, promise. It is a 10 promise. minutes right T- yes probably even more it's, it's gonna be more yeah, that's that's what i'm excited about more. i don't know that's a, that's what excites me like when people tell me like oh i really want to do this and then they don't do it I'm like I'm gonna find a way for you to do it because I my life goal I guess we're talking about life goals now uh, my life goal is to like motivate and inspire people to do whatever they really wanna do IG influencer stuff not really not really but like if, if Instagram is the vehicle that makes people do it I'm going to do it. So, what's your life goal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my favorite question. Well, you have, you have a great goal. It's a really life. great goal. It's decent. Ugh. I, I tend to not, like, give concrete goals for myself. That's okay. Not, not Goals don't I, have to be concrete. As cheesy as it sounds, I just want to be happy <laughs> doing what I love. And so far, what I love is just dancing I enjoy writing I enjoy film like just and media and you're a visual my, person yeah I'm, I'm a visual I like to say I'm a creative person yeah and so far what I'm doing is going towards that and I'm like I I think it, I think it's been doing well I is have the, a good attitude about it as far as being like a creative do you have like a focus right now or are you just like whatever works like what what is as far as like the plan and the pathway and Mm -hmm. how some people plan to like I gotta do this 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 to make this happen are you or are you just like eh let's just go for it like what like did you did you have like a one year plan five year plan or I don't know what is your process as a creative I didn't used to have like plans or like a five year plan Mm -hmm. kind of stuff or, like, I did, but I would, like, forget about it. Same. I... I threw away my five-year plan in high school. No, like, in college, like, we had the four-year plan. That mm-hmm. was, like, the best that I, that I had at mm. that moment. Um, we're talking about, like, structure-wise, like... If, if you want to talk about structure. I, I mean, I... I started... I like to say I started visual. I started... Um, I'm trying to think about, like, all the creative endeavors... Yes. I dance, I mm-hmm. music, so like audio. Yes. Um, I did a lot of art in high school, so I'm very visual. What kind of art? Um, I'm just learning I all was, about it. I was an advanced art class, so I did like oil paintings. And, oh, you were a painter? Um, well, like, I don't know how to say painter. But like oil, I don't know. Pastels? Yes, pastels, there we okay, go. Okay, you're a pastel person. I was a okay. pastel person. I was a... Color pencil person. Ooh, the shading. Yep, I was all about that. Like, I still, I have, I bought a no, I didn't buy a sketchbook. I was given a sketchbook and color pencils to go back into. Like somebody like tried motivating me to go back into drawing because I stopped drawing. But then this person got me like a sketchbook, a new brand new sketchbook, brand new color pencils. I'm like, ooh, I have to go back into it. And so like. I try, like, I try to do the five minutes mm-hmm. to, like, draw or something, like, but I have so many things to do. My my problem is that I have so many things I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I, where do I put my attention to, you know? You're a very busy person. Uh, oh. I guess. I could use my time better, but, um, 
Yeah, I forgot where we were. So you 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 were an oil pastel person. You you sang, oh, you yeah, danced. Yeah. Danced. And then I'm a writer. I like to say I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. In high school, uh, senior year, I was in AP literature, I believe. Yes, AP lit. I know. I I didn't think I would like that class, but towards the end, I. I love my I, AP I lit like, lang classes. <laughs> They were amazing. I like started to love it even more because we started to do journal entries, mm-hmm. and it was. I just love my teacher so much. Um, the Forgotten Teacher by Janelle Escobar. Mr. Oh no, I don't want to say the wrong name. So it's okay. <laughs> they won't hear this. I think Mr. Dayton. I think Mr. He was Dayton. a very tough man. Mm. But when it came to journal entries, he let us. Right, whatever we wanted. That's awesome. However you wanted it. Yeah, how whatever we wanted, however we wanted it. So each week he would like check our journal entries every our, our journal entries every day, and. I what kind having, of journal entries were these? Like, were they just like whatever you felt like, or were they like prompts? There, there are prompts sometimes, and then other times it's just whatever I felt like. Mm. So there was one time where we had to kind of have a one one on one conference with him about our journal journal entries and we were talking about my journal entries and I was like really really nervous like I I like to write personal stuff in there too but not like too too personal a lot of it's how I feel Uh descriptive language yeah yeah and so he he said that my writing was meaningful and that was very touching oh um all I remember was that he said my writing was meaningful, and that was very meaningful to me. And so I, I started crying. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I was really, really touched. Like whenever I get compliments about like the things that I do, the things that I make, I just get touched about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's after that I, I was I felt like I should start writing more. So what do you do as far as writing now? As far as you still do journals? Um, I still do journals, yeah. I have my own diary. I never <laughs> continue with my journal. I start, I never finish. Like, yeah. I, I, I start for like a couple weeks and then I stop. I don't know. I just start, I mean, if you, if you feel it, if you feel like. Maybe I'll do random blog posts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of blog posts, I do do blog posts. But I didn't start. You do. That. I do. I didn't start that back up until um, I think mid college, mm-hmm. and then I stopped. And I started back up again. What got I, you into it? Um. I mean, I know you were a writer. You liked yeah. writing. Like, what? What made you say like, oh, I should do blogs? I just. I don't know. There was like a phase where I was reading a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of author blogs, a lot of poets. So I thought maybe because like they were they were talking about their life mm-hmm. and like travel blogs, and so I thought that was really fun to do, especially when you're traveling. I think that's what kind of like jump started me, like doing travel blogs. Mm-hmm. And I guess like once I stopped traveling, that's when I stopped. Because I didn't know what else to write. So you talked about, like, China and Seoul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think being away in another country sparks your creativity. It does. It does spark something. Things of, like, or you think of new topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you're traveling alone, you just, like, think to yourself a lot in your head. I'm a very deep person. Good. Good. So I, I like writing it out and like putting it to words because sometimes like having a conversation isn't enough for me and like when I have a conversation or after I have a conversation I, I like think about the things that I should have said like oh, I should have said this because mm. I think that would have been insightful for like the person to hear and so when that happens like I write it down. That's probably that's a good idea because I, I have the same thing where like I have long conversations with friends, family, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, 
and then like I leave or they leave and I'm just like ooh that would have been nice to say but like I forget it and so like I think writing it down or like you know texting it putting it in my notes I've been using my notes a lot more recently but I need to write it down that's that's a good way to remember some very insightful stuff nice journal entries in your diary like a little notebook True. like bullet points not even like a full not even a full I just need to put it mm. my English teacher does bullet points that's when cool. he does journaling that's intense like how you compress a thought into like one bullet point that's wild <laughs> um it simplifies everything it does it does it takes like, away all the extra fluff that is true. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mr. Dayton. And so, what sparks your interest as far as, like, writing your blogs now? Like, is there a premise behind your blogs? Or is it just, like, free writing? Mm, it's it's random. Mm-hmm. I never know what I'm writing about until the day of. Do you plan it? Or is it just no. like, I feel like writing about I it? I feel like writing about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write about You're a very feelsy person. Yeah. I feel like doing this now, or I feel like doing it then. <laughs> or I don't feel like doing something. And which you're is, very deep. Which is bad at the same time. Because it's I'm less a feelsy person. I suck, too. I'm trying to be more disciplined. I, I suck. I'm not very disciplined. What sparks your interest? Oh, yes. What sparks my interest? Um, well, before I was traveling, um, the things that I see, people I meet, like, abroad, and then coming back, and, like, how I feel, and, like, mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. And then now that I graduated college, and I'm in this transition into, like, real adult life, i coming up with... I'm thinking about so many things, like future, job, um, friends, family, all these situations that comes with becoming independent mm-hmm. and being an adult. Like right now, off the top of my head, having this conversation, I can write about um, uh, family traditions, like mm-hmm. having... Um, being close to your roots and finding your identity away from home. Like, mm-hmm. off the top of my head right now. I can write about it right now. Cute. <laughs> I'm trying to word this. Um, have you ever come to a situation where you have to, you want to write about something, but I guess if it's heavy or it takes a lot of mental slash emotional stress, have you ever had to write something or like you want to, I don't know. Like, have you ever wrote about something heavy or like stressful or mo- emotional? And like, how do you contain the chaos when that happens? If if you've ever done, it. if not, tell me about a very very good thing. Mm. So very good thing or very not so good thing, mm. or both. Yeah, we have all the time. Yeah. I have I have written. Something that was very, very chaotic. Something dark. But the thing is, when you... I feel like when I... When you write, there shouldn't be anything that's holding you back. Mm-hmm. At that moment, when you're writing, you just have to, like, let it out. Because mm-hmm. what if you're missing something important? That's how I feel whenever I'm writing something that's deeply personal. Because then now I'm trying... I'm, like... The more that I write, the more that I think, the more I'm discovering something that I've never realized. Mm-hmm. So if I'm kind of preventing myself from those words, I'm preventing myself from understanding it. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, like pouring it out, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're just pouring it out, nothing restraining you, nothing stopping you. Do you ever go back and, like, read it? Because I've done that, too, where I'm just, like, writing everything down. I have no boundaries, and I just write everything. However, I would say it, like, I I write very impromptu. 
mm. I'm very free. So mm. like I will add spaces and um, like you know spaces between words. I like have a lot of underlines and cap capitalizations, and like I, I I really try to make my voice heard whenever I write something about something heavy. I guess, um, and I've read it. I've read a few of those things. I'm just like, wow, I was, I was really feeling some type of way. Like, yeah, have you ever, okay. have you ever read like one of your dark prompts or dark essays? Yeah, of course, I have. And how do you feel about like reading I, those things? Like, she must be having a hard time. <laughs> like Joni Hill from like two years ago. Wow. <laughs> But I don't, I don't do that as often. It's good. And I just like give it and pour it out and yeah. like close it. Cause that was how I was feeling at that time. And I don't need to go back. Mm -hmm. Nice, looking forward. Nice. Yeah. I like that. So as far as your job what, yeah. or internship, yes, yes. what are you doing now? Is this towards what you want to do in the future? Um, We're switching gears from yeah. writing to something else. We are. I hope to continue doing something creative in the future. Because mm -hmm. right now, uh, I'm a content writer. Um, I'm doing media for this independent, independent film company. And I'm right now I'm doing grant letters for them. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... Um, helping them write pitch decks, pitch letters, to, like submit for film festivals. And it's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life, obviously. But right now, I've been kind of looking into these publishing companies, these media companies, and mm -hmm. advertising companies. And at this moment, I'm like, I'm, I'm liking where I'm headed right now. Yeah. Just doing publishing and media that's cool and creatively mm -hmm. what do you want to do what is one creative thing that you wish to accomplish in the next year in the next year mm-hmm just so we can put this in the universe and you're gonna make it happen I was gonna have in the next year I'll try my best I, I want to try to do like an art project where it's kind of like a social media kind of based art project. It's um, like a specific thing. It doesn't have to be specific. You can just like oh. try to give a general idea because we don't yeah. know what yeah, it's going to be. I, I just want you to say this in public so that I can always say like, hey, you said this. Yeah, I Are know. you making it happen? Yeah, this just this art project um, slash journalism project. Mm -hmm. I know, like... It's hard to explain. <laughs> Try to explain. Where, Aren't you a writer? Yes, I am. Well, speaking is difficult. It is. Um, it's different. Where... I would be talking to people about, no, I don't want to describe this. <laughs> try, 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 try. This is gonna make your project happen. I know. Like, I've always wanted to like, start like an art movement of some sort. Because mm. I was inspired That's a by- big goal. I know, it, that, it's not gonna be accomplished within a year. But it's just like an idea, like a single idea that's like spreadable. Because I was inspired by my current boss right now. She's a producer of the film that we're both working on. And she started this nonprofit called The Simple Good and it's pretty much promoting like art activism and like spreading art throughout the community and promoting like arts programming. And I kinda wanted to promote positivity through art for mm. like some somehow. Somehow. I have certain ideas but I like what? Not. Like what? Certain ideas like what? I, okay, I was... Okay, fine, we're going specific. But if you, I'm... If you want, I'm just, I'm just trying to push a little <laughs> bit more. Um, so... 
it would be kind of listening to people's conversations and dialogues and displaying it like a screenplay mm-hmm. and it would be kind of this idea of promoting conversation or like promoting meaningful conversation about positivity about just life or like just because it's like in the format of a screenplay I thought it'd be more interesting to like display like real life dialogues mm-hmm. so like an, like an actual conversation like in the middle of the street I mean it can be it can be but like it would be excerpts for example of our conversation mm-hmm. in a format of a screenplay and that would be in like a cool print whoa wait I'm like visualizing it and trying to see it that's kind of cool So it'd be like the format, it'd be like exterior, like mm-hmm. Owen Victor's apartment, mm-hmm. describing the scene, and we're like chatting, blah blah blah. Yeah. You ask this question, like your name, and then your dialogue. And then like, my name that's cool. Dialogue. You want to make that happen? I oh, that'd be really cool. Like you just want the screenplay. Not it's like it would, not like a whole screenplay. Yeah. But like a print of it. It'd uh-huh. be cool to like put it on your wall or something. That's cool. Yeah. That's that's doable. Yeah. I, I Would there be multiple the... ones of these? Multiple, like, screenplay-esque things? Yeah, it would be, like, whoever I talk to. Or whoever, like, ha- like talks to one another and, like, you somehow remember what each other is saying. Or, like, you uh, know what each other is saying. You record their conversation and then try to put it in, like, a screenplay format. That's cool. I've only been interested in doing that because I'm actually practicing writing screenplays. Whoa, that's cool. Okay. Like, just short stories. Uh-huh. And I've, I've been playing around with, like, different formats of writing, I thought, I think, like, screenplays. You have multiple drafts? Of what? Of just conversations, then? Like, no, I haven't, I haven't actually done it. But you've, you're, it's you're, an idea. you've, like, written the con- idea down. Yeah, I've written the idea mm-hmm. down. It's so it's like physical. Yeah. It's, it's physical. Great. As long as it's physical. This actually reminded me, mm-hmm. um, in the corner of my room, have you been to the Museum of Contemporary Art? You see Virgil Abloh's Figures of Speech? No. You should go see that one. I think that will definitely help you out as far as inspiration and possible, like, um, ideas. But it wasn't in his, like, um, exhibit. But there was an exhibit near, next to the Figures of Speech. Mm-hmm. And it was literally... You know, in court, how there's a person typing everything that you're saying? Yeah. So it's it's one page out of like, I don't know, like 200, I don't know, like one page of a dialogue between the defendant, the prosecutor, and I forgot the other term. The accused. I don't know. <laughs> and the judge. And so yeah. it was like, it's out of context. There's no context. You just, you just have a conversation between the three, four people. And it's in the middle of this courtroom. And it's in the middle of like the case. So we don't know what happened before. We don't know what happened afterwards. They're just talking about... Like, right. It, it was really intense. I, I read it. I'm like, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it's about. Like, it was basically saying, so when was the last... It wasn't that specific. It was like, you mean to tell me that you did not tell this person that? Like, they were... It was very vague. But, like... Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's with one page, and I thought of of it Mm. when you were giving me your idea. You should go check it out. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, It's right by my job. uh, Museum of Contemporary Art. Oh, nice. It's on Chicago Street. It's really cool, and it goes right into what you want. Um, Yeah, that's that like made me excited, and I'm like, whoa! This reminds me of what I just saw. Oh, okay. I I, I had it written down. Okay. I thought it'd also be like really cool to have like conversation starters or like prompts to like start that interesting conversation. Whoa! Yes. So I was like thinking, I was like thinking of random like ideas. So one of them was like, 
making everything you say mean something, maybe making everything you say count and listening and understanding what a person is saying, but also taking that out of context. So like, how would you, how would you set that up? Like, how would you, would you just like have two people, two strangers, two people that know each other, one person stranger, one person you know, would they just go in a room and it's like being recorded? I think it would just be me being like a, a journalist and mm-hmm. just asking people just, in the middle of the street. It can be, or mm-hmm. it can be people that I know, mm-hmm. like you. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm so, down. If you're, if you want to ask me questions, I'm down. Um, and then like you would record it. Yeah, and I would record it and like transcribe it. That's intense. make it into a print. That's awesome, and so. All of these prints, what would you do with these prints? Would you just sell these prints? Would you just like have it in an exhibit? I don't know. I think it'd be cool to have it in an exhibit. And if I were to sell it, I would love to be partnered with like a good cause. As long as you have a good cause, that's cool. If it like it connects with um, the point of my project. So it's to spread positivity. Yeah. Like a screenplay, though. Yeah. I think you can do this in one year. You can do this in less than one year. I I think if you're focused. If I am focused. If you're focused, you can make it happen. I really think you could do this. Mm. I really think so. Okay. Yeah. If I think so, you should think so. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But like, yeah, if. If you want to do it, you should go for it. Yeah. Um, I would like one on my wall. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that'd be really cool to have. Yeah. Make it happen. It'd be cool if, like, for couples to do it. Like, if you and your girlfriend, like, mm-hmm. a nice conversation mm-hmm. you can look back on. And be like, it'd be an out-of-context thing, but then, like, we'd look at it and we'd get it. Exactly. Whoa. I think it'd be really cute to give to your girlfriend. That would be adorable. Please don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. That's cool. That's a cool thing that can happen in one year. Nice. I sell it on Etsy. You can sell it on Etsy or like have your own website and do whatever oh, you want. Okay. So that's one creative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to push it again. What about five years? Yes, this is a one-year, five-year, ten-year oh plan. God. This is stressing me out. <laughs> How about instead of... Okay, I'm going to change the question. Instead of, like, five years, what kind of, like, creative thing you want to do? In five years, where do you see yourself? Where do I see myself? You're going to be 27. You're going to be my age. I thought you were younger. <laughs> I am 26. I'm about to turn 27 next March um I would like to produce um cause I don't still kind of right now I'm still really interested in radio mm-hmm. so I, I'd like to produce like a podcast produce a show she wants to produce a podcast <laughs> cool 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 I think it's just the idea of just like making things and um, I remember in my multimedia journalism class I really enjoyed just like making stories, like making content, um, combining audio with video and like writing Mm -hmm. and creating my own show, not necessarily having me in it, but just like an idea, like a show, like a TV show, like a movie. What 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 kind of show? It can be on TV. It can be like Hamilton. It can be like Hamilton. I can make my own screen screenplay, but I I like to produce something that's my mm-hmm. own that that's people can appreciate the stuff that I make like more directly. Mm-hmm. May not be achievable in five years because that would be like a you little young or a young know. producer, but you could be killing it. Just like putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you could be killing it in five years. You don't know. 
Uh, Maybe like an assistant. I'll be like an assistant producer, possibly. Do you know who Gary Vee is? Yeah. So I was just, fun fact, I was just listening to his podcast before before I even decided to like ask you to come over. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was listening to Gary Vee. I'm like, damn, I want a podcast. And then I, I thought of you. I'm like, you're my neighbor. Come over. <laughs> and I'm like, Gary Vee was talking about how, what was it? What did he say? What did he say? Um, like you should if you want to make something happen like it doesn't matter the time it's just that as long as you're focused and you don't give a damn give a shit give a fuck give whatever about anybody's opinions just as long as you really want to do it you can make it happen and so like I was like listening to this and like you know you could be killing this in less than five <laughs> years. Oh. Uh, and then another thing mm. that he brought up was that you you mentioned like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll be an assistant to a producer. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, start... He was recommending people to be like the gopher. You know, mm-hmm. the gopher is the person basically runs around grabbing stuff. And so... He says, like, be a gopher for, I don't know, the CEO of something. And so, like, you will learn what they do. You will learn what they say, how they say things, like, how they think, how they act, how they feel. And like, not necessarily be like them, but, like, just to be in it and, like, be in the trenches and struggle for a little bit just so eventually when you make it to that CEO position like eventually you might go up the ladder you might um, just network really well that you somehow get to the CEO position and you'll know and so like I think yes work with a producer which I think you are doing yeah, now doing so there's now. boom networking you know them yeah. and you're working with them for them and so I mean don't burn bridges, Junio. I know. <laughs> Don't burn bridges. Stretch. Do whatever you need. I'm gonna take a deep breath in. <sighs> so sore. Yeah. <clears throat> so we just talked about you possibly being a producer for something, mm-hmm. your own screenplay, your own show, something. Mm-hmm. So you plan to do it by. Continuing to work with this producer, uh, excuse me, continuing to be networking, which I think you will be doing just fine. Um, and so that's your five year plan. What other things do you want to accomplish besides that artistic endeavor in this five years? Aside from artistic or with, along with artistic? Um, aside from artistic. Um, it is hard. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> I would like to travel again. Where do you want to travel? Three places. Three places. Ooh. I want to travel to Germany mm-hmm. because I want to see my friend who I met in Korea. Whoa. She's, from, she's German. Whoa. That's why I want to see her oh she did she studied abroad also yeah that's cool and i want to go to italy now mm-hmm. yes italy's nice italy, where you don't I've know never where been in rome i've never been to rome uh-huh. um that's usually like a typical study abroad spot but i studied abroad in asia mm-hmm. so Germany, Rome, and then I want to go back to Korea again, just because I've been missing it so much. Really? Yeah. Is Korea like your... I'm making this up right now. Mm. I'm going to make it up because let's be creative, right? Yeah. Um, is this recording? Double checking. Okay, it's recording. I'm going to cut this out.
Um, so, like, is Korea like your home away from home? There's a word for that. I don't. I don't know what it's called. Home away from home. Like away from Chicago. Um, I'd say I was. I had a. I had a great experience in Korea, and I met a group of people who made me feel like I was home. Mm-hmm. Like I was at home, mm-hmm. and that environment kind of. Me being in Seoul, kind of the. I don't know. It just helped create those relationships with people, and it felt like home, like wherever I was. Yeah. yeah. And there are places where, like, I loved being, like especially. I think one of my favorite places would be like Yoido or like, Tuksong Park, which is like near the Hangang or the the Han River, Mm -hmm. and it's it's water, and like I'm obsessed with water as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about Venice for Italy? Isn't that yes. water? Just yeah, it's, of, it's just, just water. lots of water, yeah. Right. Sorry, Ooh, off tangent, sorry. No, I, I should go to Venice. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite part about Seoul? Like, one thing. Favorite part about Seoul? It was bright. I felt like I felt really good vibes like everywhere I walked around. Um, everyone was really welcoming. I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just that everything was new and like interesting when I went there. It's it's just when you're traveling and you're like a baby mm-hmm. and everything's like so fascinating everything's so fascinating so like even though you've seen it on television before like going there in real life it's a different energy yeah it's a different energy yes I feel that I was like this is so cool oh my god this is so cute Mm -hmm. like this food is amazing (laughs) you're so nice but I I felt really comfortable there um, interacting with everybody Mm -hmm. doing what I wanted I also, I, I felt comfortable because I was alone. Interesting. Yeah, because, like, there's no one there to tell me what to do. So, I felt like Korea was, or Seoul was the place where I just started to begin being myself. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty cool statement. You know? Like, oh, I'm here by myself, even though I'm with my friends. I can pretty much do whatever I want. So what do I want? What do I want to do? Like, oh, I can like dance. I can like take an art class. I can like discover the city more. Um, just bike around, think a lot, write whatever I see. I don't know. It was a cool experience. Was that you're telling me that like this? soul experience haha soul searching experience um got you to like start being who you want to be when how old were you when that happened like when did when did you go to soul 21 21 so last year is when you started feeling like this is who you want to be is that like is that like how you felt yeah somehow I felt like I was more confident with myself mm. going into Korea and then especially more leaving Korea. And what was the most important thing you've learned about yourself when you realize like this is what you want to be, like this is how you want to be, how you want to act, talk, blah, blah, blah. Like what was the biggest, most important thing? Biggest, most important thing. That you found out that you wanted to like, I guess, develop about yourself. Mm-hmm. It could be a physical thing, like a like a internal yeah. quality. I think it was just 
I am the type of person who is who gets anxious easily. Hmm. And I kind of I think I thought of that time as like a time of healing and to kind of accept myself and my flaws. And so when I was there I kind of appreciated like all the little things more. Um because I when I was when I travel like all I'm looking at are the little things. Yeah, because I was trying to live like I was a local, not like as a tourist. Mm. So I I was appreciating like their lifestyle. Yeah. And their lifestyle is is obviously very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of put myself out of myself into like someone else's shoes to kind of feel how they're feeling and to like look at my life like outside looking at myself like interesting that's an out of body experience (laughs) (laughs) I'd say yeah like Mm self-evaluation so I just thought about thought about that a lot coming out I I just felt going back to America I just felt more confident in what I wanted to do yeah, I just took that as a moment of like stepping back. All the craziness. Stepping back, back home. healing, being more confident. Yeah. Being the new Jenny. That's Not cool. Not necessarily new, but just a little bit better. Just a little <laughs> bit better. That's cool. Um, I had a question. Mm. What was the question? Where did the question go? Um, um, this is the point where. I'm going to ask this is I'm going to wrap it up so what I usually ask at the end of my podcasts is like what is your final in regards to this podcast like what is your final say in this podcast like like give me you can give me a simple phrase you can give me like a catchphrase you can give me a long list of random words put together um i bring this up every podcast um for example tiffany said tiffany steigerwald she said there's beauty in simplicity um it could be mj just said this he said um there is chaos but you have to find order in it um, Spoo said, learn to love your life. Mm-hmm. And then one more example, um, it's Morphin Time by Rowan. Shout out Rowan. <laughs> um, yeah, and other people like went on to say longer things, but you don't have to. You could, it could be a question, it could be a thought, it could be in a different language. It could be anything. Just this is your final say to wrap up the podcast. Lately, I've been saying this to myself a lot. To just don't doubt yourself. Just believe in yourself. Um, Just because we, I get really self-conscious about what I do. And I always think about what I want to do next. And I'm unsure of what I want to do. And I don't believe I can do certain things. People have told me otherwise. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that. So just believe in yourself. Nice. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Cool. Um, Amazing. So thank you for listening, everybody. Um, Thank you, Janiel, for impromptu coming over for this podcast if you want people to follow you in any social media now is the time to list them um you can follow me on instagram at joneil.es and my name is spelled j-o-n-e-i-l cool um what about your blogs on my blog um or youtube whatever you want to add on here and you can find me on youtube it'll be just joneil escobar Mm mm-hmm and my blog is Jojo's Notebook. I'll put it on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cute. 
Amazing. How do you feel? I feel great. This yeah. is a nice conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a conversation like this in a long time. So Good. Thank you. You're welcome. For having me. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick disclaimer. This was recorded maybe September, October, around the first few months when I met Janiel and we started being neighbors and close friends. And now she's actually living her best life by actually following through with her Blooming Project podcast, which you guys should be listening to in her early 20s and she's following through with it and it's so amazing because she's so happy she's making her art she's making her creative venture happen she's still dancing and i see her taking risks and i see her actually planning and executing which makes me so happy and i'm so glad that she and i had this podcast this podcast a while ago and I'm just proud of her so yeah thanks for listening hopefully you guys follow her listen to her she's a really good person thanks for listening y'all